When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. You're listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis here on SEN. Jordan Canellis with you for another edition of the program. It's been a uh, it's been a, a weather affected week this week around New Zealand. We've had race meetings moved to tell us a bit more about what's happening this weekend. Our expert, as always, the CEO of the Waikato Racing Club, Butch Castles. Morning to you, Butch. How's things? Yeah, good. Thanks, Jordan. Yes, the rains have come to New Zealand. You guys have headed over there, the eastern seaboard of Australia, and. We've finally uh, got the winter rains and, yeah, big meeting tomorrow from uh, Wanganui shifted to Waverley. Fantastic that that was able to happen very quickly. Yesterday, a track inspection meant that the track was unsuitable for racing because of uh, the rain in Wanganui. They've shifted up the road to Waverley at short notice, so uh, that means we'll have two New Zealand meetings with Avondale uh, as well in the north. It's a big uh, Weekend for racing, of course, with uh, it being Queen's birthday weekend here in New Zealand. So today they race at Rickerton. As I said, tomorrow, Waverley and uh, Avondale. Sunday at Otago and Monday, a big jumps meeting at Hawke's Bay on the public holiday. So plenty to uh, get involved in this uh, coming few days. Lovely. Is that always the, uh, the usual setup for Queen's birthday weekend in New Zealand? Always uh, the Monday at Ellerslie, but Ellerslie out of play at the moment uh, with the track being reconstructed and a, and a Strathair surface being put in. So uh, with the jumps races shifted to uh, Hawke's Bay. Excellent. Let's get stuck into our first interview today. Later on, we'll have Alan Sharrick. But uh, first up, uh, right off the uh, the top rope is Andrew Scott, who has, um, has a couple of runners at Avondale this weekend, but uh, the main... Uh, point of uh, conversation was around Dark Destroyer last week in the Group 1 in the Queensland Derby, which ran fourth, and uh, he's with us this morning. Very upbeat, Andrew Scott. Good morning to you, Andrew. How's things? Oh, good, Jordan. Good morning, Butch, and uh, thanks for having us on. Butch, the expert. Good on you, Scotty. Look, uh... (laughs) (laughs) firstly, let's touch on last weekend, Dark Destroyer. Uh, Look, he he, um, went a really good race in running fourth uh, in a race that had New Zealand success. Done a great job for you uh, across in Brisbane, winning the uh, Rough Habit as well. And uh, you've got a horse uh, to really look forward to to going forward. Uh, Absolutely, Butch. And look, it was a great experience uh, for us. Uh, They have a a favourite in a Group 1 race in Australia. Um, You know, he... You know, he never shirked at the campaign. He, he went over there early to travel from New Zealand to Sydney to Brisbane. And, uh, you know, he, he withstood a, a campaign. Look, he, he ran on well, um, but, you know, he, he, he just dipped out on the last leg. But, uh, look, he, he, you know, we were very proud of him. And, uh, look, you know, he, 
you know, whether he can stay or not is another thing. He might when he gets a bit older. But certainly, like you say, Butch, going forward as a four- and five-year-old, he's going to be a, a good racehorse and uh, he's only going to get better with age. So, look, we, every time we go there and we get beat, it just uh, fuels us more to go back and hopefully take a horse back and, you know, go a couple points better in those big group ones. Mm, certainly had success, though, that rough habit plate win, uh, really strong. Look, plenty of news uh, out uh, that I wanted to touch on before we get into the runners at Avondale. And, uh, look, uh, Paul O'Sullivan uh, announced yesterday he relinquishing his licence uh, in Hong Kong. And, look, that's the end of an era, and uh, I'm sure uh, that uh, you guys and Lance will be uh, pleased to have someone like Paul uh, back around and about and draw on his years of experience when you need to. Oh, absolutely, Butch. And look, you know, like you say, um, he's had a long, successful career in Hong Kong, and um, it's been, you know, he's, you know, it's been a tough, tough gig up there for him. You know, it's, it's been he's been a long way from home, and especially during COVID, he hasn't been able to get home to his family. So, I, I believe Paul will be, you know, looking forward to getting home so much and. You know, with the O'Sullivan being family being such a tight knit one as they are, um, you know, certainly getting home to see DJ and you know all of his nephews and nieces and you know Lance and Paul are, are very tight knit brothers and uh, you know they'll enjoy each other's company. Um, you know, and and we're lo- we're looking forward to getting Paul home. You know, he'll um, you know I'm sure he'll come in and um, you know that look. Paul and Lance, between them, they own many horses in the stable and they just like watching them, you know, progress and taking them through and, you know, hopefully selling the odd one or two and they've now got to a stage in their lives they, they want to race good horses too. So that's very fortunate for me and the team here at Wexford. So, um, and, you know, Paul, he loves going to yearling sales and the boys have backed themselves all their lives with buying horses and, you know, they've got a long list of horses that they've bought and been successful and they, they take great enjoyment of going there and, uh, you know, it'd be great to have Paul back because we, you know, Lance and myself have been flying solo a little bit at the yearling sales over the last couple of years. So it's always good to have Paul back in, in that respect as well. But, uh, you know, yeah, certainly I think Paul will be looking forward to, you know, spending time on his farm. He's got a beautiful farm here that surrounds the race course. And, you know, I think he's a farmer at heart. And, uh, you know, he loves his trees and he's um, he loves the land. So he's going to enjoy that so much. So, um, no, we're looking forward to getting him home, Butch. Absolutely. Right, let's touch on uh, these runners at Avondale tomorrow. In race one, Lex Rex. Look, was a beaten favourite on debut. Got a a wide gate to contend with, but sometimes at Avondale, being wide is a good thing when it's as wet as it might be tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely, Butch. Look, a horse that uh, you can follow, you know, even next year with a good deal of confidence, he can really gallop the horse. And he's a big baby. He got a bit lost at Matamata, got a bit wound up before the start and was sort of taking him away from home. Uh, yes, the wide gate. Uh, you know, Stewie and Brendan Popperwell and Stewie Lang, they said the strength of the field's not strong. He's just got to get a bit of luck from the gate. So, look, hopefully we can get him in and... If he gets some sort of run, he's going to be right in the finish. He's, um, he's a fair horse, and we're hoping his fitness levels are high enough to get him through the ground. Ah, well, that's a good steer in the right direction for Lex Rex. Race number two, Treasure State. Looks got the D against its name last time with the jockey weighing in uh, uh, incorrectly. But I thought the run was pretty good resuming, and he is one that will cope with the wet track. 
Absolutely, Butch. Look, he, he's had a couple of trials. He had that run at Rotorua. And like you say, it wasn't that bad. The ground's got a little worse, which he doesn't mind. Uh, he's really benefited with, you know, the, the two trials in the race. Um, getting somewhere near fit, um, probably half a run away, to be honest, to, before he gets match hard. Meets a pretty strong lot. Uh, so, look, he's certainly one would, would it, we'll be disappointed if he's not sort of running on at the end, but he just might be one away in these real testing conditions that you need them to be so fit in. So, yeah, look, one to watch. Race number three, Amano at the top of the book, taking the claim with two kilos. Masha Hashizumi taking the uh, two kilos off. If the best Amano turned up, he'd be competitive in what I didn't think was an overly strong race. Yeah, absolutely. Look, probably a bit of a question mark about the ground. You know, some days he goes in it, some days he doesn't. Sometimes he goes right-handed and sometimes he doesn't. But look, uh, <laughs> as well in the Rotorua Cup wasn't that bad. He was following the winner and and it's just took off on him and he's actually sort of ground to the line pretty well and um, and he's sort of he's got to get out and get a bit of momentum going. He was caught back on the fence and he, he just... And a couple of his last runs have been a bit the same. If he can get out in the middle of the track and just get, you know, get his sail up from about the half mile, he'll be running on. Look, he's, he's hard fit what he needs to be tomorrow. And, yeah, um, yeah certainly an each-way chance. Um, you know, he carries a bit of pudding, but, you know, he's a fit older horse that should be, he should be fine. So, yeah, certainly one for a dollar each way. Race number five, uh, Scotty, you've got one here that look could be in for a really lucrative winter. We saw her to good effect uh, last preparation uh, during the winter months. I speak of two, Madison. You're taking the four kilos off with uh, Stable Apprentice, Yuta Kumagai, doing the riding. And, uh, look, I thought the run was really good. Resuming meets a small field. Won't get too far off them and up to the mile should suit. Yeah, absolutely, Butch. Um... Yeah, she's coming up really well. Um, you know, look, her body weight is still a little high for her winning weight. Um, and, you know, she's just going to benefit a fair bit with tomorrow's run also. You know, look, um, she, and she took a bit of racing last prep before she really hit a strap. And while well, she, can, she can win it a mile, no problem, it's just that she's been an older mare. She's taking a little longer to come up. So bit of a watch there. Look, um, you know, she's probably... 10 kilos away from her real match fit, you know, and what she probably needs to be tomorrow. So um, Mia on the way up and going to be in for a really good winter campaign. And when she's going around two corners, she's going to race very well. But uh, certainly tomorrow, further improvement, but wouldn't surprise me if she ran a place in a small field with no weight on her back. Mm, a race like the Talmanui Cup at Tarapa, where she goes no well, no doubt on. I go so well, no doubt on her dance card in the future. Race number six, son of a butcher. Well, he continues to uh, get us. He goes good races. He just hasn't won one for a while, but gee, gets all chances tomorrow in a pretty average sort of a rating sixty-five race. Four kilos off. You'd have to think he was awfully hard to beat tomorrow. Yeah, Butch, one of our better chances for sure. Um, yeah, look, his last run, the young Yoto uh, who rode him, Lance was a wee bit critical of his ride, and he, we went through it, and he sort of missed his run, the kid, and he should have got on his bike a bit earlier. Um, yeah, he's, and he, you know, he just went down the start before that at Tarapa. Uh, this is the wettest track he's hit for a long time, and he's 
He loves the wet. And him, another one, he had a wee bit of a setback there and he's needed a bit of racing to get fit. Fine, you know, he's got a fair bit of fitness on his side, flying on the training track. And like I say, sort of meets the right sort of race. And yeah, look, he's, you know, he's probably our best winning chance of the day. So like you say, um, yeah, he's benefited with the racing and the kid hopefully won't make the same mistake tomorrow, Yoto. And uh, look, yeah, he's certainly one you couldn't leave out of your first three. He's going to be hard to beat tomorrow. Righto, Scotty. Uh, get the impression that maybe Lex Rex and him, uh, you're thinking, are two pretty good uh, chances tomorrow? Yeah, absolutely, Butch. And I tell you what, I've got one other in there called Jackal Nuts. It's in the uh, first attempt over there. Oh, ground. I missed him. Yeah, sorry. Should have talked about him. Yeah. No, look, uh, that's all right, Butch. Look, um, she's a half sister to a Derby winner. Uh, she's by Jackalberry that love the wet and they can stay like the mother in law. And uh, she's, yep, she's hit 2,000 metres for the first time. She went a really nice race the other day at Tarapa. And, she, you know, the way she's trained on and she's genetically up to a trip that she should be very competitive at, she's our, probably our best winning chance. So, you know, hopefully the stable has a really good day tomorrow with, the, you know, with Lex Rex, son of a butcher. And Jackal Nuts for sure. The win was uh, at Avondale and they either uh, sometimes like it there and if she was able to uh, get to that right part of the track again, that, that'll be the trick with her. Yeah, too right, Butch. So, no, we're looking forward to tomorrow. Hopefully, uh, we've got a bit better weather than the Waikato today and, t- and tomorrow. So, um, no, we'll hopefully head up there with a bit of confidence and hopefully come home with a winner or two. So, no, thank you very much. Good on you, Scotty. Thanks for uh, helping me out there. I can't believe I missed that one. Well done. <laughs> the expert, Butch, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Scott with us here on Breakfast with the Kiwis. Thank you very much, Andrew, for being uh, with us this morning and uh, providing us with one of the uh, the better turns of phrase as well. Can stay like the mother-in-law. Brilliant. We will uh, we'll take a break here on Breakfast with the Kiwis. We'll come back after this, and Alan Sharrick will be our next guest on the program. You're listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Welcome back to Breakfast with the Kiwis here on SEN. Jordan Canellas with you. Butch Castles with us as always. And our next guest on the program here, Butch, is uh, one of our favourites on the show, Alan Sharrick, who's with us. Alan, welcome to you. Good morning. How's things? Morning, mate. Yeah, no, very, very good. The rain stopped, so that's great. G'day, Alan. Butch here. Look, uh, you must be happy that they're able to relocate this meeting. Look, Wanganui uh, unable to be raced on, but very quickly to be able to race at Waverley is a positive. Yeah, it had to be done, Butch, by the sounds of things. And um, it's half an hour closer for me, so I can't moan. I'll be home earlier to watch the rugby, Butch, so that'll be good. <laughs> race four, you've got runners in the three main races. Let's go through them. Race four, the two-year-old uh, Soft Maze was good last time uh, in uh, toughing out a win at Trentham. Look, the 13 barrier probably would have been a positive at Wanganui because they raced to the outside fence. Not sure it's such a positive here. No, you got that right, Butch. I, I wasn't worried about the draw at Wanganui. But in saying that, mate, I, you know, two-year-olds this time of year, a lot of them are going to tie up in the ground anyway. I don't think I've had a two-year-old improve so much off her first-up run. She was soft and prep at Wellington. 
and and looked to fall in, but she worked with an open handicapper on Saturday and uh, worked as good as Darcy LaBella. So she's got to be a chance in that race, Butch. And, um, yeah, I'm pretty positive going forward. Mm. Right, let's talk of Darcy LaBella, race five, the uh, 1,200-metre open sprint, just a small field of six. Gee, she's a good mare, this. She's lightly tried but has uh, a really good win ratio. Uh, with the uh, top weight in the race, you've only got the minimum 54 kilos, so gone with senior rider and Lisa Allpress, and, gee, she'd be hard to beat, wouldn't she? Yeah, who jumped out uh, last week at New Plymouth was outstanding. She's had three of them now. Um, like you say, her win, win strike rate is outstanding. I think she's going to be very, very hard to beat just on, on her work and the sort of filly she is. And I think with the the top weight of 62, it throws her in at 54. I don't have to utilise a claimer. Um, Lisa knows Waverley really well. And, yeah, she's a big chance, Butch, big chance. Out safely through this, do you just uh, pick open handicaps, uh, 1,200, sort of 1,400 maybe through the winter with her, or have you got a, a target in mind with a mare like this? Yeah, she's a she's a good mare, Butch. I might even throw one in for the old, uh, the first one of the Triple Crown, the 1,400. Definitely the um, wait for age fillies and mares at Hara in the spring. So I won't race her too hard through the winter. She'll probably only have a couple of starts, and then I'll park her and set her for those spring targets. But uh, she's a filly that can run 1.8, and she can also, also run 1.20, so you can put her where you like. If she was hard fit, a race like the Foxbridge at Group 2 level might well just be OK for her, with a lot of them resuming in the race. If she was rock-hard fit, it might be one that uh, she could be pretty competitive in. Yeah, that's another race that suit her, and... Um, you know, I'll probably have Tavi Mack there, and I've got a very promising winter galloper and Butler. So they're probably all going to end up at the same place, the same place at some stage. But it's nice to have three good wet track horses. Mm, better than trying to work out where your next maiden's going to go. Race number six, the uh, this is the wait for age race, and this has been a target for Just Ask Me. This race, uh, he's had the three runs to get ready at wait for age. He's well suited, doesn't have to give them all huge uh, starts in the handicap like he has been, and blinkers are on as well. Yeah, the way he races, Butch, they've put the race out to sixteen hundred and fifty. The last fifty would be quite nice for us, I think. Um, that's the Waverley starting point. But, uh, you know, he hasn't done anything wrong all, all season. He's he's run the second quickest 600. He's last up with 60 kegs on. Um, the minimum, the whole field was on 53. They come to this dance and they all come up to his weight. So um, it's probably a, a very winnable race for him. I don't know where to go after that. He might find himself at, uh, at Hastings too with a bit of rain, hopefully, early in the season. There's not a lot for a horse like that when they get that far up in the rating points. No, but this has been his target race, hasn't it? So you, you're very happy that you've got him absolutely cherry right? Couldn't be happier, Butch, I reckon. Um, yeah, the, the way it frames, he's got to be hard to beat in this race at the weights. Absolutely right. Oh, the three of them, all very strong chances. If I had to back one tomorrow to, uh, to afford something to uh, eat tomorrow night, which one is it? Um, I wouldn't back one. I'd multi up Darcy Labella and just ask me. And I don't think you'll you'll be off the mince and on the pork chops, butcher. Okay. <laughs> well, I love a pork chop, Alan. Thank you very much. Righto, we'll be doing that. Darcy Labella into just ask me. Thanks for your time. Good luck tomorrow. Righto. Bye bye.
Alan Sharrick with us on the program, Butch, to wrap up today's episode in uh, about 20 seconds. Who have you got as your best for this weekend? Well, we can't go too far away from Alan Sharrick, can we? We'll go mm-hmm. Darcy LaBella in to just ask me at Waverley, and we better put the omen bit in, the one I missed. I can't believe I did that. Jackal Nuts from Andrew Scott, race four, number six, out of Avondale. Excellent stuff, Butch. Thank you, as always. Chat again next week. Good on you, Geordie. Butch Castles on the program, the CEO of the Waikato Racing Club. Thank you again to Andrew Scott for being with us a little earlier. Alan Sharrick uh, there as well. sen.com.au is where you can go to podcast the program. And we'll be back again, same time, same place next week. See ya. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.